you are divine. Hello there, my beautiful pumpkins, and welcome back to Divine Authenticity. Um, I just wanted to pop in before the episode and just leave a quick little note because number one, it's not Tuesday. It's super late at night for me, and this is so not like me. I don't think I've ever uploaded an episode in the evening. I have always uploaded Tuesday morning or like skipped a week, and y'all already got an episode this Tuesday, but... This episode actually is a video as well that is coming out to my YouTube channel tomorrow. So the link will be available as soon as it's live. But I wanted to give the podcast first. Um, In the future, these will be spaced out a little bit better. The podcast will come out well before the video, most likely. But uh, this time around, you're getting a little extra bonus episode this week. So enjoy. And uh, I hope this episode, I hope you learned something from it. Because we've talked a lot about these similar principles on the podcast before, but never in this kind of format. So I hope this jumpstarts your desire to create your own life starting today. Exactly where you are. And I'm going to go ahead and roll that now. Hello there, my beautiful pumpkins, and welcome back to the pumpkin patch. If you are new here, hello, my name is Chloe Taylor. And on this channel, I believe we have one of the most cozy, autumnal, vibey corners of the internet. So if you like my style, you like content like this, be sure to hit that subscribe button and become a member of the pumpkin patch for new content every Tuesday and every Friday delivered directly to your sub box. And uh, today, my beautiful friends, we have a very special treat as this episode is also a podcast. Yes, I have a podcast. It is called Divine Authenticity. There are almost a hundred episodes. Many of y'all don't even know that I have a podcast. Every time I bring it up, people are like, what? You have a podcast? Uh, Yes, links down below. It's available on iTunes, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. It's literally available everywhere that you listen to podcasts. So a link for that is going to be down below. And um, also, these podcasts, the audio versions go out earlier. So if you want early access to them, make sure you're following the podcast. And uh, that like I said, that'll be down below for you for your viewing pleasure. And uh, also just an extra quick special thank you to my patrons over on Patreon. You make videos like these possible with your contribution to me and supporting me and my content. So thank you so much. If you want more videos like these, please, please, please make sure that you check out the Patreon. Patreon, and if you're able to consider supporting it. I just wanted to give you here who are watching the video a quick little introduction and let's go ahead and get into the podcast. Hello, my beautiful pumpkins here listening to the podcast. Welcome back to Divine Authenticity. And welcome to a fresh week. I hope you are feeling cozy. I hope you're, if you're in the same hemisphere as me, I hope you are feeling the magical descent into fall. Interestingly enough, we in the Pacific Northwest, okay, this is my first time in the Pacific Northwest experiencing the descent into fall because I haven't even lived here a full year yet. I'll live here a full year on October 1st, actually. That'll be like my first full year. And so I don't know what it feels like. When I moved here originally, fall had already been taking place. So this is going to be really interesting. I do find that 
the difference, because I'm a desert girly, okay? I grew up in SoCal. I grew up in San Bernardino County. Uh, That's like my roots. I'm from the first 18 years of my life. I grew up in San Bernardino County. And then I moved to Utah for like 10 years. I lived there. So both places in the desert. Um, Really hot, really extreme weather. You know, we would have really cold, uh, I mean, not really in California, but in Utah, really extreme. It would like snow there, but then be hot. So uh, really extremes. And moving here to the Pacific Northwest, it is just not like that. The climate is super temperate. I find that we don't really deal with a lot of extremes. And my only concern is that the descent into fall is going to take forever. Because we also, this year, and everybody assured me it was not normal, this year we had such a slow start to summer here in uh, Washington. It was like, I remember in the middle of July, I was still lighting my fireplace. Like, that's how not... It just like, it was just, it was a different, it was a different vibe. (laughs) And I'd never experienced anything like that in my life. Cause like I said, I'm a desert girly. So living in the desert my whole life, it was always hot by that time, like boiling hot by the time July came around. So it was like a nice little treat that it was a little bit chilly. I was really ready for summer though this year. And even though we've had a few heat spikes, I think we're on our third now for the year so far. It hasn't been too bad. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't enjoy when it's 80 degrees outside. I feel like anything above 72 is a crime. But like a specific hate crime against me. uh, Anything above 72 degrees Fahrenheit. (laughs) And being 80 most days is not my favorite. But it's bearable. It's not like... 112 in Southern California or 104 in Utah where I lived. You know, it's not quite as dramatic. We do, we have had days this year that have been like in the 90s, but nothing like super cray. So um, things that I feel like I, as a desert girly, could handle, but maybe people that are born and raised here, probably not a big fan of the 90 degree weather. Um, I'm not really a fan of it because we don't have central air in any of the apartments out here. So when it's hot, it's just hot. And I do have like a little AC unit that I was able to get and me and my cats and husband when it's like really hot, we'll all just lay out in the living room all day. And that's like, that's what we're doing for the day is hanging out in the living room. Um, So that being said, um, I feel like we always catch up in the podcast, even though like y'all can't actually respond. This one's a little bit different because there is the video portion that will be linked down below for you if you're just listening uh, when it is available, because that will come out later. The podcast always comes out first, but I feel like we always like do a little catch up with each other. So um, you will be able to comment on the video though, but I'm like, gosh, like, I wish maybe y'all can actually tell me how you are. Um, I am actually doing so good. I every time I've sat down to record the podcast recently, I have been in like a high vibrational state, which I haven't been able to achieve that for over a year. And I feel like brand new, I've gotten like a brand new start. And I've been in like a really high vibe state every time I've been recording or pre recording for September. Uh, I feel like those episodes are really going to be like, chef's kiss. So they're going to be like the pick me up that you need because I was coming at you from such a place of feeling good and like helping you to feel good too, which is honestly why I make these. Um, so I'm feeling like really good. I've been listening to the superhuman app a lot. 
uh, which I'll talk about that in a future episode. I've been listening to Superhuman like every day. It's an app. Uh, I've also been like just like really surrounding myself with what I consider my mentors, even if they're not people that I actually like physically speak to. I've been listening to a lot of Sahara Rose, Bob Proctor, Abraham Hicks. Um, who else have I been listening to? Jay Shetty, the Jay Shetty podcast. I've been listening to a lot of like books as well. And I've just been feeling like very good. And don't get me wrong, I still have moments of like self doubt where things creep in. But I think the thing that we don't talk about enough is like, that's so normal. That's so normal when you are trying to improve the way that you feel and move forward in life in any kind of way. It's so normal to backpedal a little bit and you can't expect yourself to be feeling ecstatic 24 seven. It's just not realistic. But I do feel like something that has been helpful to me is just being really mindful. And like anytime I see a thought cross my mind that is maybe more destructive or maybe more imposter syndrome, like, you know, whatever I'm dealing with, and me just noticing the thought and saying, hey, it's cool that you came here to visit, but you're not really welcome here. And, you know, if it's like some kind of shadow that needs to actually have the space, of course, I can get into that healing space and actually work with that part of me. I'm not trying to say that we shouldn't do that. I think that can be very spiritual bypassing and we don't do that. At least I don't do that. Um, but I feel like I've been really mindful of like, hey, thanks for visiting, but you're really just not welcome here right now. And it's honestly really been a game changer. Like I've been able to pull myself out of states of like lack or despair or feeling some type of way. So in any case, I feel like that kind of leads us into the topic today, which I have covered on the podcast probably before, but not in this way, not in such a complete packaged this kind of way. And that is how manifesting your dream life sometimes, not always, it can actually be the worst thing that could ever happen to you. And I know because it happened to me. And I want to share with you today my personal account of how this happened. And stay with me because there is a there is a silver lining. Stay with me on this. I want to share with you my personal account of how this happened to me, how it literally I had the worst year of my life after I manifested my dream life. And how you can avoid this kind of pitfall if you actually really take the words in that I'm about to tell you and allow yourself to fully embrace this principle, this thing that I feel like a lot of people talk about, but they don't really give their own personal examples of why it is this way and how it happened. And so I feel like today with the anecdotal evidence, you're going to really come away understanding what went wrong here and how and why it is so important when you are trying to get into like um, understanding the law of vibration, understanding the law of attraction and manifesting your desires. So like why it is so important to do this thing instead of just 
hoping that you'll get to a certain place and everything will change. So let me let me paint the picture for you. Okay. It's funny too. I actually have like documented video footage of making my last vision board. Uh, not my last one. It might have been like two vision boards ago, but it was the one that I manifested the most stuff off of. And I want to say it was in September of 2020. Mm, that sounds right. It, it could have been 2021, but I'm pretty sure it was in 2020. Uh, and I'll link that video down below for you if you're curious about it. But I want to say it was in 2020. I did like Utober that year. And there was a video where I showed my vision board and I talked about all the things I had manifested and like, and then from that video, I proceeded to manifest my absolute dream life, which let me, like I said, let me paint the picture. So since I was like 14 or 15 years old, I wanted to live in the Pacific Northwest. I read the first Twilight book and it changed my life. Yes, I was that bitch. It changed my life. I wanted to live in the trees and meet my Edward Cullen. Okay, now I'm married. I've been with my partner for over 14 years, but it's like, it's not necessarily the romance, but at that time, that was what I wanted was that deep romantic in the woods, right? That was what I, I just, oh, that was, I wanted that more than anything. I wanted to be surrounded by the trees and the rain and just, that was it, right? And this had been something that I had had in the back of my mind for years. And I used to tell myself in my early twenties that I was destined for mediocrity. I was destined for a mediocre life. I was never going to achieve more than my beat up car and my crappy apartment. And I was never going to be able to like have things that I actually desired. And I don't know where that comes from, to be honest. I genuinely think part of it was, and I'm, I'm sharing these things with you because I want you to get like the full scope of how much I manifested my dream life and how big this was. But early in my life, um, I've talked to y'all many times about how um, the relationship I have with my mother was probably the most, I have so much gratitude for it now because it taught me so much and I'm never going to stop talking about it because it was like, it doesn't really speak like highly of my mom's character, unfortunately, but it's such a huge part of my story and how I turned out to be the way that I am. And I know that this is inspiring to many of you that did not have supportive parents of your dreams. And there was a comment that I held on to from my earlier like adolescent years where my mother had said that her children would never amount to anything that we would just never, we might own a car and that would be it. And in her mind, I don't know what she was thinking at that time. You know, I don't know. I don't know what kind of stress my mom was under. I have no idea. But that was the comment that stuck with me was basically that all of us would be destined to always be like paycheck to paycheck. We would never own anything. We would never have that value or merit because none of us had degrees or a lot of money. And this stuck with me so bad into my early 20s that I believed it. I believed that this was going to be my life and I needed to just accept it. And I kind of put that dream of even moving to a new place on the back burner because I knew moving closer to the coast would be more expensive. I knew that it was going to 
costs like four times the amount most likely than where I was currently residing. Like to put it into perspective for you, I might have paid like $600 in rent to live in the state of Utah in a two bedroom. Like, and it, even when I moved away, I think my rent was only $700. Like it was dirt cheap to live there. And I had like a very economy friendly, um, what is it, like a, a non gas guzzling car. So I think I, it was a Nissan Versa that I drove for like 10 or 11 years, um, which I'm not trying to crap on anybody that lives that way. Like if that really, if that is you and that's what makes you happy, I'm not trying to say that that's a bad way to live or that makes you lesser than because it doesn't. Honestly, there were time periods in my 20s where I thrived in that environment. So it's not like a bad way to want to be, you know, I'm not trying to paint that picture at all. My point to this is that I had put a lot of my dreams on the back burner and then Circa like 2017, I went through my first spiritual awakening. I got really into tarot cards. I put down my gaming industry, like what I was doing in gaming. I moved into the tarot sphere and I started to pick up my dreams again. And I started to dissect my relationship with my mom and I started to dissect my relationship with my family members. And I started to ask myself who I actually wanted to be in this lifetime. Because the thing is, when you go through spiritual awakening, sometimes they're brought on by really hard harsh realities. And the first one that I had was brought on by the death of my sister, who was 30 years old at the time when she died. And it led it led me to question if I died tomorrow, is this the legacy I would want to leave behind? Is this the person I would want to be? Is this the, the things I would want to be pumping into the world? And the answer ultimately was no. And again, not because I think being in the gaming industry is a bad thing. I think honestly, the entertainment industry is a beautiful thing. If that's where your soul is aligned with being mine was not. And so I started to create the Chloe Taylor brand, which that's my name. I'm Chloe Taylor. It's spelled differently in real life. But same concept. I started to design Chloe Taylor, which is what it is today. And at this point in time, I was a lot more conscious of myself, my surroundings, my behaviors. I started studying psychology religiously. I started, this was when I like denounced my faith in the Mormon church and I moved more towards a way of being spiritual and non-religious. And Technically, I started stepping away from Mormonism well before that, but this was where I really was like, oh, this is not my truth. And I will tell anybody that because I have no fear. Prior to that, I was kind of like in the closet about it, in the broom closet, so to speak, um, like practicing a little bit of like magic manifestation in ways that I didn't even know that that's what I was doing. But anyways, this is when I like really woke up to all of these ideas, spirituality, manifestation, law of vibration, etc. This is when it like really impacted me. And I started taking a lot of time for myself and like really hermiting, being alone, not really spending a lot of time with anybody else aside from a few relationships that I had in the gaming industry. But outside of that, um, I really was just spending a lot of time by myself. And this is when I started to believe that things could be different. This is when I was like, huh, maybe I can move to the Pacific Northwest. Maybe I can own an SUV. Maybe I can actually have like an evolution of my life and go in the direction I want to go. And this brought me to my next soul's calling, which I don't know that I've ever said this anywhere, but a big part of my soul's calling is to be a first generation, like truly wealthy person in my family. And it's not because I'm trying to prove something to them. It's literally because I understand that 
abundance and money are just energy. And it is important for people that are doing good things to be wealthy because then I am able to pour that wealth back into people and things that matter. And I don't need to even sit and explain this, but my point is, is I started to connect with that. I started to connect with maybe I can have more. Maybe I actually can not have to be, you know, um, a workaholic and wealthy. Maybe I actually can have rest and ease and still accumulate wealth. And this is something I'm still working on. I'm definitely by no means there, but this was also part of that. And so I had like this, honestly, almost like this little like blip of a golden age where I started to believe in things, things were working out really well. 2020 was definitely the manifestation of that. And then of course, my soul still wanted to evolve. So this like takes us to the end of 2020. I'm making this new vision board. I have video footage of me doing this. 2021 comes and I start to manifest things off this board like crazy. I start manifesting the travel. I start manifesting the like the car. I start like there are so many things that came off that vision board that happened. Now, there's also a lot of things that haven't happened yet. Like I haven't gotten back to Paris yet. Um, I have like there are some things that have not happened. But like even when it came down to clothing and furniture items in my house and there were things that were so specifically put on that board that came to pass. And insert insert June of 2021. I had the worst mental health breakdown of my life and never have I felt so not like myself ever. And I have a video on this that of course I'll link down below. I have multiple podcast episodes where I speak about this, but ultimately I have this like complete breakdown and looking back on that situation now, I honestly, and I think I've said this on the podcast, but not on my channel. I and trigger warning, like, I probably will make sure I put that in the beginning of this video that we do talk a little bit about mental health. I feel like at that point in time, I probably should have admitted myself somewhere. Looking back on it now and where I was and how I felt, I probably should have admitted myself to a hot, to like, I don't even know what you call those, to like a hospital because I was not okay. And I've never felt like such a foreigner in my own mind or foreigner like an invader of my own mind. I felt like I was completely off the deep end. Like I did not feel like myself. I felt really, really, really strange. And I've never experienced anything like that before. Like I said, I made a whole video on that. I genuinely believe that this was another awakening because even from that state, I still managed to manifest a move to the Pacific Northwest, a luxury apartment. I actually manifested my SUV after that point. Um, those are the three things that I think about the most. So pardon me if I keep referencing those, but like the Pacific Northwest was huge. I had been manifesting that on and off for over 10 years. I had been manifesting that on and off. And then it just like almost happened like that. Like it was a very quick transition and Mind you, I did all that while I was in this state of mind that wasn't good. And so I do want to let some of y'all know that like, you don't have, and I've said this in my last video too, in my mental health video, you do not have to be in a high vibrational state 24 seven to manifest. You can be depressed. You can be 
panicked, you can feel anxious and still manifest things. And I am living, breathing proof of that. So don't let people be out here confusing you that you need to be some kind of like superhuman version of yourself to have what you desire. Because frankly, your soul already made choices with its own blueprint of what it was going to have. And you might have desires that create inspired action to move you in a certain direction. But ultimately, there are certain things that will just happen. And that's also very Saturn returnian, making a big move like that, making purchases like that. Big Saturn return energy. Like I said, we will, or maybe I haven't said it because this is actually my second recording of this because my cat ruined the first one um, by ruining the memory card. But in any sense, um, or in any case, the like you don't you don't need to be in this high vibrational state all the time to manifest. But here's the thing. All these things happen. I checked off all these things, right? And this is really, this this to me is like the heart of what I wanted to get to in this video. I was fucking miserable. I felt horrible. And not only was my mental health not good, but I felt like this is it. Like I manifested 20K months. I manifested like so many things that I had been wanting and reaching for for a long time. And... I thought to myself, this is it. This is it. Like, this is all the human experience has for me. This is it. This can't be it. And I was fucking devastated. Like, how can this be it? And I know if you haven't manifested your 20K month, your 100K, well, I have not manifested a 100K month, your 20K month, if you haven't manifested your dream car or your dream move or your dream space, it might be hard to hear this. But the takeaway I want you to have is that number one, yes, there is more to the human experience than that. And number two, you are not going to be different. When you get to that manifestation, when you get to your, your dream house with your two kids and you're making good money and you have time for your family and all these things happen that you're wanting, you will not be different if you do not make yourself consciously choose to be different now. And that is why this is so talked about. Like I would roll into this office every day and sit in front of my computer and cry. Like just, I can't believe that this is everything I'd geared myself up towards. I can't believe that these are the things that I wanted and I'm here and I can't even feel gratitude for them because I feel so hopeless and so lost. It felt like I had nothing to aspire towards anymore. I had done it. I had become successful in my own eyes and there was nothing else for me to do. And like I said, I was miserable and it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to enjoy my apartment and I'm going to enjoy my new self. And, you know, because I wasn't different. I was exactly the same person with the same mental turmoil, with the same internal belief systems, with the same struggling relationships, with the same struggling with my physical health. Nothing changed. And it was because I did not consciously day by day make those decisions to change. And this is why even though you can manifest being in any state of mind you want, you are not going to achieve peak happiness when you get all of the things that you think you are chasing. Because you will still be the same person when you get there, if you are not working on that now. And so it didn't happen right away, but little by little, and then all at once, just like Brianna Weist would say, little by little, and then all at once. 
you have to start showing up for yourself right now. This is the most important part of this podcast of this video. You have to start working on yourself now and showing up for yourself now. If you see yourself in the future, doing your hair every day, putting on your fancy Peter Thomas Roth eye jellies, doing a weekly facial, booking yourself a monthly massage, having a wardrobe that makes you feel good, feeling good in your body and your physical body, making changes to it. If it's, um, I don't want to talk about like the material. I want to talk about like self-focused things. If you want to feel calm and serene in your everyday life, if you want to feel loved and supported by people around you and in like having engaging conversations if you want to feel like what is the feeling with the things that you're trying to go after what is the feeling that you're chasing this is why it is so important to give it to yourself right now as often as possible because when you get there, you're not magically going to start doing those things. It's not going to change a damn thing. And take it from somebody who's been there. It does not change a damn thing. And only now that I've actually started to put in the effort of like, all right, no, so for me, I'm going to explain what, what she is doing. My version of what successful and feeling good me looks like is going to be completely different from yours. But for me, I always thought when I hit all these milestones, when I moved, I thought I would be a crunchy rich mom. <laughs> Literally, I thought I would be a crunchy rich mom, which if you don't know what a crunchy mom is, I would encourage you to look it up. We talk about it on the podcast in an episode coming up, um, even though I have no children and I don't want any children coming out of my uterus. <laughs> um, I just want to be like a crunchy rich mom. And like, to me, what does that look like? You know, I thought that when I hit all these milestones, I would have respect from everybody around me. I thought that my relationships would look differently. I thought my physical body would look different. I thought I would feel different. I thought I wouldn't be anxious anymore. I wouldn't have a uh, depression. I wouldn't, I thought, I just thought I would be a different person. And now I am making myself that person. And honestly, I think experiencing this, though it hurt, like nothing and no heartbreak has ever compared to what I have felt. None. There is no heartbreak that I've ever gone through, be it a friendship or romantic, than breaking my own heart. Breaking my own heart. Oh my God, that makes me want to cry. I'm sorry. Breaking my own heart hurt more than anybody else has ever been able to break it. And... Only now have I consciously committed to being that person and bringing joy into my life and bringing the way that I want to feel. So anyways, I feel like I've just repeated myself like eight times, but I really want to drill it in. <laughs> so what I've started to do is ask myself, who did I think I was going to be? Who did I think I was going to be when I got there? And how can I be that person today? How can I prioritize myself today and be that person? And for me, here's what it looks like. I wake up at a reasonable time. I have realized that I've tried to let myself be a night person and just accept it. And I fucking hate it. I'm a morning person. I love the sun. And so I've consciously made the effort to have boundaries and tell people, hey, I really can't hang out this late. I need to like go get to my bedtime routine. 
And that's hard work, especially when you're used to being a people pleaser and somebody that always wants to be there for everyone. That's probably the hardest thing for me is that I've realized I can't be there for everybody all the time when that's what I've been used to doing. And so I've consciously made the decision to really give my time to myself and not just say I'm going to do it, but actually do it and not lie to people about it. Be like, yeah, actually, I really need me right now. And if they're really your friends, they're going to understand. And for me, thankfully, I have cultivated such a wonderful group of friends that they always understand. And so I wake up at a reasonable time, which sometimes it does happen where I will wake up at like 2 p.m. But I also feel like that's balance, like working for yourself. There are going to be days where your body is exhausted and you need to let it sleep. Specifically for me, that tends to be a hormonal thing, but I sometimes do need to let my body rest. Also having a lot of um, what's the autoimmune diseases. I have a couple. And so sometimes those really run me into the ground and I have to rest. But ultimately, I prefer to be up no later than 10. 10 is like the limit. And I really prefer to be up around seven. So I prioritize that being up in the morning. And the first thing I do is I put in my headphones and I listen to the superhuman app because it makes me feel good. This is not sponsored. It's just that good. Um, it's changed my life. Truly. I originally did it as like a trial at, because it is like a paid app. And I was like, I'll just cancel it in two weeks when the trial's over. No, it is so good. I will be continuing the service. Um, I put in my super, my headphones and I listen to superhuman. There are meditations for like getting yourself ready. And I prioritize, Okay. So I'll listen to a meditation while I get myself ready. And I actually like focus on those intentions and like, how do I want to feel? I'm going to dress for the way that I want to feel today. And if that's comfy, I'm going to stay in my sweats. But if it's, I want to get into work and I want to feel empowered and I want to feel good. And I want to feel like I'm leading a community to be their best selves, be their most authentic selves. Then that's who I'm going to show up as. I'm going to take the time to put on my Peter Thomas Roth eye jellies. I'm a big fan of those. <laughs> um, that's why I mentioned them. They are, they are rich mom energy. Um, I put those on. Those are a huge like staple for me that makes Make me feel like I'm in that energy that I want to be in. I know that's like a silly little thing, but it helps when you actually like do certain things. Like if it's like a plush robe that you always see yourself in or like a silk robe, buy the silk robe and put it on in the morning. Don't wait until you get to your dream ideal life to do that for yourself. Do it now. And then I'll get myself ready and then I'll head into the kitchen and I will make myself a nutritious breakfast. Like... When I'm listening to this app, I swear to you, this is not an advertisement. When I listen to this app, it makes me consciously think about making better choices. So I'll have like some really good probiotic filled yogurt with some light granola and maybe like a hard boiled egg or like maybe it's eggs on gluten free toast that day. Or, you know, I'm really conscious of what I'm putting into my body and then I make sure that I step outside onto my balcony, get a little sunlight, make a cup of coffee, and I might roll into my office two hours after I wake up sometimes, because sometimes I'll also take the time to like journal or meditate or do a writing meditation. Um, I might take time for those things as well. And then I'll roll into my office and I will set the intention for how I want that day to go. And just that right there, I know for some of you, 
you don't have any kind of dedicated routine that gets you into feeling good. So for me, it's prioritizing that skincare, prioritizing my getting ready time, prioritizing what is valuable to me instead of just deciding to roll over to my desk in my pajamas every day. Now, like I said, if I feel like my intention for the day is to relax, then I'm going to roll up to work in my pajamas. I probably won't work that day, in fact. But I know that that might be something that doesn't even sound important to some of y'all that like have to go into an office that get ready every single day. When I tell you I'm a Taurus and I'm a lazy bitch, <laughs> um, don't get me wrong. Us Tauruses are hard workers, but we will do it in a way that is the most convenient and comfortable for us. And it takes a lot for me to even like get myself to get ready because I'm working for myself in my own comfort zone where most of the time it's just my hands that you see in videos. I don't need to be ready for work. But since I have started doing this for myself, I have noticed a change. And it's about, it's not about dressing for work. It's not about dressing for other people. It's about how do I want to feel? And when I think about the kinds of connections I want to have with people, when I think about the kind of person I want to be out in the world, what does that version of me look like? And how do I want to start my day on that foot? And I'm not going to feel guilty for a minute for not looking at my phone, for not giving my energy to other people. I keep telling my husband, in fact, that I am in my selfish era and I will be as selfish with my energy as I want to. And that has taken me a lot. I am a chronic people pleaser and it has taken me a lot to say, no, actually, I'm tired of being full of everyone else. I want to be full of myself and I am going to be as selfish as I need to be to get there. And not in a, I'm undermining people, being cruel to people. It's a, how can I be in my own energy and serve myself right now? And when my cup is full, how can I then pour to other people? That's really the mindset for me. So then I'll get into work. I work for four hours. That's what I tell myself. I am the person that I work a four hour schedule. I don't subscribe to the eight hour nine to five for myself. That's just not me. And I want to see this in the world. I want to see people working four hour schedules. I want to see a future where people are not overworked and tired all the time. And so even just changing that in myself creates an energetic ripple. And I start to see it more in the world. Truly, when you start to change your energy, you start to see it reflect back. So that's like a non-negotiable for me. Four hours. That's all like, and if I don't get all the tasks done that day that I wanted to do, Oh, well, they'll come up tomorrow, like the end, the end point blank period. And if there is a day where I'm feeling like really good energy and I'm in the flow, I'm not just going to cut myself off at four hours. But for the most part, I time it. I stay in office for four hours. And if that means I have to push certain things, I'm pushing certain things. Um, and then after that, so like this is like an all day thing. This isn't like I'm in my energy in the morning and that's it. I am dedicated to myself morning, afternoon and night. That is, like I said, I am in my selfish era and I am taking full, like I am taking full advantage of that. So then in the afternoon, uh, usually this is the time where I have some time if I want to like listen to podcasts, catch up on my YouTube queue, if I want to do something nice for myself. Um, I also struggle with feet swelling when I sit for too long. Um, that's a whole other circulatory thing. 
I'm not going to get into it right now, but I'll do legs up the wall meditations because that helps to bring the swelling down. And it's a good thing for me to do for myself. It like actually makes my body feel a lot better. And it's also just like good, even if you don't deal with that, it's something that actually helps with circulation and it's like been proven to be good for you. So might want to consider that. Um, I do a legs up the wall meditation and this is the time where I'll put on like workout clothes and not every single day, but I'm going to say at this point about five days a week, I go outside and I walk for about an hour. I am getting, last time I clocked it, I was getting about 13,000 steps a day. And there are days where in too much rapid succession with autoimmune conditions where I am too worn out for that. So I don't do it every day. Some day, some weeks it's four days a week, but I try to shoot for at least five. And I walk around for an hour and I, again, I'm listening to superhuman meditations, walking meditations. I'm, I am acting as the main character. I like, I literally, I don't know how else to explain it because it might sound so corny and it might like, if you're wanting to try this for yourself, committing to yourself in this way, it might sound corny or like something that seems impossible. Just give it a try. Give it a try. You have nothing to lose. And I always think about that story of like Marilyn Monroe, where um, it's like one of her friends tells this story and talks about how Marilyn was just kind of like chilling with her friend walking down the street. And Marilyn was like, do you want me to become her like become Marilyn? And it was like a light switch that she like turned on and became the main character and like heads would turn. Everybody looked at her. That is the energy I go on my walk with. And I swear to you, it works like sometimes my husband and I will go together and I have like one earphone in and one out so I can hear him. And I just feel like I'm living in a, like a rom-com, but like the best rom-com because it's like all the good things are happening to me. <laughs> and I'll like look over at my husband and I'll just be like, gosh, like I'm such a lucky fucking woman. My man is so good. And I'm so lucky to like get to be here with him. And it just, I don't even, again, if you don't experience that, it's hard to even explain it, but I'll come home. If I haven't done a legs up the wall meditation, I will definitely do one. Once I get home, I get my ice roller out. I roll my whole body down basically while I have my legs up and I relax for like sometimes up to an hour. I'll chill like that, but that's like on a really, like I went on a hard walk that day and I need to chill. Um, I'll do that for myself. And then I start thinking about dinner. If I'm going to go to the store and pick up fresh ingredients, if I have what I need on hand, um, I'll start to think about dinner, getting dinner situated, and I will like get into the state of creating a loving meal and putting that together. I love to cook, so this does not bother me. I know for some people, y'all hate cooking. You couldn't imagine it for yourself. For me, I adore cooking. I'm a Taurus with a Cancer Venus in the seventh house. A bitch loves to cook. <laughs> so I'm I, truly, it's a passion of mine. Um, I will sit and like cook a really healthy, delicious meal. Oh, I think I also left lunch out in there. Usually when I close my work office down, I will have something in the kitchen for lunch that again, I'm making very conscious choices because in my mind's eye, that's the person that I am. 
That was the person I thought I was going to be when I manifested all of these things that I was not actively being is somebody that thinks about what they're putting into their body. And I keep mentioning that because for me, it was something that I was really disappointed in myself with. So consciously like making a really high protein salad or like putting just good nutritious foods into my body was huge. And like I said, I keep mentioning it because it was one that I was really disappointed when I felt like I'd gotten to the peak of my life and I wasn't that person. I was like, oh, you mean I actually had to put effort into being her? That's not just going to happen. So uh, then I will have dinner with my spouse. Sometimes we'll do dinner at our desks. Like this is really my like chill entertainment. If I have the energy, I will spend time with other people in my life, uh, either going to my friend's house that lives out here, or I will jump on the discord server and talk to y'all because we have a community discord server links down below. Uh, or I will also play games with friends. I'm a big fan of dead by daylight. It's like one of my favorite games. Uh, I know it seems like I don't really fit the profile for that I give like big unicorn baby soft energy a little bit of harshness but big fan of dead by daylight um I have way too many hours in that game so sometimes I'll play with friends for a while and then again I will keep those boundaries for myself and I'll be like hey I actually need to sign off I need to go take care of me for the evening and this is the time period where I will wash the day off, whether it is a shower or skincare. I've been really loving my facial steamer. That's another thing that I bought for myself recently that I have a podcast coming out that talks more about it, but it's literally been game changing. Like where some people like to ice roll for anxiety or panic, facial steaming is that thing for me, but you can't do it every day because it's not good for your skin every day. So that's like the only drawback is you can only do it sometimes, but fantastic tool. I love it to death. It really helps me out. Um, and I will like do my skincare, do whatever, like again, putting myself in the energy of the person I thought I was going to be. And even if I don't have my multi-million dollar, like super wealthy, can do whatever I want all the time, I don't have a house that I purchased in cash, which that is my next big manifestation, is I will purchase my first home in cash. And I almost want to take like, we're going to have a little side story moment for a second. We do that a lot on the podcast. Um, side story, I will be purchasing my first home in cash. Like it makes me so mad that people will put this idea into the world and it's all to benefit the house selling market. It's to benefit others, not you. And it's literally, oh, you need to buy your first like crappy starter home in order to get to the home that you want. No, that is bullshit. Manifest the life that you want. If you want to pay cash for your first like $2 million house, get there. You will. I believe in you. That's the energy I'm coming for. Like, I don't know when it's going to happen or how it's going to happen. I know that I'm putting energy out into the world that I'm calling that in for myself. I'm definitely not right in this moment in that position, but I believe I'm closer than I've ever been. And like, why would I want to buy a starter home to get to my better home when I could just manifest paying cash for my first house and having what I want? That's the energy I'm coming for. So 
in any case, that's like a huge one for me. Um, I also really try at this time, this is probably the thing I need to work on the most right now is I tend to watch TV before I go to bed. It's something that calms my nerves when, cause I've told y'all I'm a little bit of an anxious sleeper ever since that mental health crisis that I had. I'm a little bit anxious when I sleep um, or I'm like trying to go to bed. I'm a little anxious and TV really kind of like numbs me and helps me to not be so freaked out but it's something I would like to do away with I would prefer to like read and be like I want to put like red lights in my bedroom so like the light isn't like that blue light that is so strong coming in there's definitely some like little tweaks I want to make that I'm not quite there yet but so far I feel like my morning my afternoon and like most of my day is really primed towards being that person and creating my own joy and doing things that make me feel good and not feeling guilty for doing them. Because like I said, I almost want to like thank my past self for experiencing what I went through because breaking my own heart truly was the thing that even though it was miserable for months, it led me to realize that I could become this person at any time. I didn't need a certain house. I didn't need a car. I didn't need to live in the Pacific Northwest. There was nothing that I needed except to start treating myself better now. And that's like, I know this has been a journey we've been on, but that's the energy. That's the energy you want to capitalize on to actually make your dreams happen. And again, it doesn't have to be perfect. There are days where you can feel down and good things can still happen. But if you think you're going to be a certain version of yourself, I'm telling you that you're wrong. And you have to be that version of yourself right now. Because when you finally get there, it's not just going to magically happen. And I think about myself now in my future cash bought home with my open concept kitchen and living room, because that's all I want in life is an open concept kitchen that is massive because I love to cook and entertain people. That's like my favorite thing to do aside from talking is entertain people, um, not entertain like theatrically, but like have people over for dinner and a movie, you know, um, that's like my favorite activity of all time. So that's like my dream is to have an open concept kitchen where I can do that really effortlessly. And that is like, you know, I can do that now. I can make a really nutritious dinner and I can sit down and watch a movie right now and give that to myself today. I don't have to wait until I get into that house to do that. So I hope this video helped. I hope it gave you a lot of context for the situation as well. And I know that this is a lengthy one. You are truly incredible. But uh, that's what I wanted to leave you with is that it is possible to start living that way today and you should, it, it can be a life-changing thing. And I hope some of the tips, tricks, tools I shared with you today are things that maybe for you, you want to implement, or maybe you feel like this resonated with you so deeply. If this resonated with you so deeply, please reach out to me on discord. Please like, I feel like I want to cultivate, I want to cultivate other, other, um, first generation rich mom energy in my life. Um, I want to see that. And again, that's no shade if that's not your destiny, if that's not what you want to become. I'm just speaking from myself and what I want to become and who I want to be in this lifetime. And I would really like to surround myself with more people that are wanting to be and do that. Because I think that you really are 
the people that you surround yourself with. Not to say that you're going to have the exact same behavior. Like just because somebody does drugs doesn't mean you're going to do drugs. That's like, that was always the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Like, oh, so-and-so smokes, so you're going to do that. No, um, we all have free will. But I do feel like when we hang out with people, we'll pick up on their mannerisms, the way that they talk, their energy. And when you surround yourself with people, not that you need an echo chamber, it's good to have a variation. But when you surround yourself with people that really echo similar mindsets, it does nothing but lift all of you up. All tides rise, rise ships or it's like something about like high tides rise all ships or something like that. Um, in any case, um, I'm just looking for more of that energy in my life. So like, please join the discord, please check out the podcast. If you're watching the video, if you're listening to the podcast and you don't go to my channel, go to my channel, talk to me in the comments, let's link up. Um, in any case, I love you so much, pumpkin. Thank you so much for tuning in, whether it's been in audio or video format. And I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. I hope this gave you the confidence to know that you can be her or him or them today. That is the most important thing. And I would challenge you today to do something that puts you in alignment with that. And please do not forget when you stand in your own authenticity, you empower everyone around you to do the same. Thank you so much to my patrons for making this video possible and for making the podcast possible. To be honest, if you would like to support me, I would certainly appreciate it. Check out the Patreon. We now have workshops coming to the Patreon, which is really cool. New moon manifesting. We'll probably eventually do some full moon releasing together as well. And just know that you are so loved and that if nobody's told you today, I love you and I believe in you. And I'll talk to you next time.